Welcome to All of Yoga. This podcast explores, you guessed it, all of yoga, including the roots and history of yoga, how simple concepts from yoga philosophy can help us live a less stressful life, and how to approach the physical aspect of yoga in a safe and beneficial way. If you're brand new to yoga and wondering what it's all about, or you're an experienced yogi looking to learn more about all of yoga, this podcast is for you. Navigating your way through the different styles of yoga can be a bit of a minefield. So in this episode, we will be breaking down what yin yoga is, the benefits of yin yoga, and some bits and bobs to bear in mind when you're practicing yin. And then we'll let you know how you can practice yin with us at Yoga Hero if you'd like to. Yin yoga is, in essence, a slow, passive style of yoga that's all about letting go. In yin, the postures are held for minutes rather than breaths, which means that the body weight and gravity work together to release holding patterns, tension and stress. This style of practicing isn't necessarily easy, although yin yoga is great for beginners to yoga, as there's plenty of time for you to get into each pose. Because of the nature of holding the poses for longer, the poses are usually seated or lying down, so you won't find yourself in a blank or in a challenging standing pose for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Few. <laughs> this is because rather than targeting the muscles like a flow or an ashtanga class does, yin yoga targets the connective tissues. You may have heard about people talk about connective tissue or fascia recently. It does seem to be becoming much more well known about. Connective tissue connects, protects and supports the body. I'll say that again. Connective tissue connects, protects and supports the body. The entire body. There's a body stocking of connective tissue that sits just underneath the skin. There's connective tissue surrounding all our bones, nerves, blood vessels, muscles, organs, lymph nodes. Basically, everything in the human body is connected, protected and supported by connective tissue. And here is the really important thing. It's all connected. The tissue underneath the skin on your little finger is connected to the tissue surrounding your stomach, which is also connected to the tissues that wrap around your thigh bone. They're all connected. Connective tissue reads our positioning all the time. It does this because it wants to help us save energy, to save calories. Remember a few podcast episodes ago, episode four, The Thing About Thoughts where we talked about how our brain is very similar to that of our Paleolithic ancestors. Well, one of the hangovers of that is that our brain thinks that energy, calories, are scarce and it's always trying to save energy. One of the ways is by using muscles as little as possible. So 
The connective tissue constantly reads our position, our posture, and if it senses that we keep coming back to a posture or that the posture is somewhere that we stay a while, it puts down extra layers of tissue to support our body in that position so that there's less demand on the muscles. So, what does that mean in real life? Well, something we might return to time after time could be a golf swing, or a tennis serve, or a running stride, or having a handbag always on the same shoulder. Repeated actions. And a position that we stay in a while, like sitting at a desk. It's really common to think that the hip flexors, the muscles running up the front of the hips, are tight from desk work, and that could well be true. But it's likely that the connective tissue has got involved to help the hips stay in that seated position. There's one other thing to mention here. If you, if it's safe, (laughs) please be safe. If you just pinch the material of the top that you're wearing and twist it, you'll see that the impact of that twist is seen right across your whole top. If you pinch and twist it down by your right hip, you'll see the pulling even up to the left shoulder. This is sort of what happens in the connective tissue. If there's an injury, a trauma, a pull in an area, it impacts on the entire body stocking. So (laughs) all of this is sounding full of doom and gloom, isn't it? Sorry, but don't worry, that's all of the bad news for now. (laughs) So why am I telling you all this doom and gloom? Because yin is such an incredible way to reset the connective tissue to release the binds that have formed to help you hold a posture or in response to an injury. Yin is an incredible way to free up movement, to release tension and stress. There is so, so much more to be said on this, more on why hyaluronic acid is so important, on how the connective tissue is a way that the body communicates with itself, on why yin and hydration are related and so much more, which is why we have our super popular 50 hour yin yoga training, which is open to people who are passionate about yin, who want to learn more, as well as yoga teachers. So how does yin help solve all this doom and gloom? Well, if you put your body into a yin pose and hold it for a few minutes, the connective tissue reads this new pose, this new load and allows the breaking of fibres that were built up to help you stay in a different position. So let's say you lie on your back with the soles of your feet together, knees wide, so that your legs form a diamond shape. The body reads this and wants to make space down the inner thighs, a place where tension is really common. And so the binds down the inner thighs start to break to make space. This sounds painful, but it isn't. Well, (laughs) It shouldn't be, but it probably is full of sensation. Sensation is something that we'll talk about soon. So that's how yin helps to release tension. And invariably, as we feel the tension leaving the body, that initiates the calming of the stress response. So decreasing stress and promoting relaxation. Yin is an incredible reset. Yin is often thought of as a complement to a more yang style of practice like vinyasa or ashtanga and of course that's true but in many ways yin is a complement to life. Think about it, when was the last time you paused for three, four or five minutes and did nothing 
yet still, in inverted commas, achieved something. This is what yin allows and encourages. Time to be with yourself, to listen to your body, to let go of things that have been going round and round and round your head with no resolution, to let go of stress. Yin yoga also integrates learnings from traditional Chinese medicine, from yoga philosophy, from Western anatomy. It's a place where all these incredibly valuable insights come together. So if you are keen to learn more, do check out our yin yoga training. And remember, it's not just for yoga teachers. We've had physiotherapists, massage therapists, social workers, counsellors, body workers, and so, so many more professions and interests get an incredible amount from this training in the past. How do you practice yin yoga? Nearly all yin yoga poses are floor-based, seated or lying down. You can use props. If you're in a yoga studio, they'll have bolsters, blankets, bricks, straps. They'll have all sorts to prop you up and to keep the pose safe. If you're at home, you can improvise. A sturdy book can be a brick replacement. A pillow wrapped in a reasonably tight towel can be a bolster. Towels can be blankets, although blankets can be blankets. (laughs) It just depends how many you have. Belts that you use to keep your jeans up can be straps and so on. There's no one way to teach in. If you try a class and don't like it, try a different teacher before you write it off. It's an incredibly personal experience and you might just need to find the teacher that's the right guide for you. The way we tend to teach yin at Yoga Hero is really to take your time to get set up. This might be a few minutes of fidgeting and faffing around so that when you're in the pose, you can really surrender into stillness for a few minutes. For example, let's say you're sat on the floor, legs out in front of you, around about hip distance apart. And the pose is that you're folding forwards over your legs as much as you can. At the risk of stating the blind and obvious here, I'm not teaching you a pose here, I'm just explaining my point. (laughs) If you want to practice a yin class, check out the show notes. There's a couple of free classes linked to there. Okay, so we're imagining you're sat on the floor in a forward fold. Now, if you just try and stay there for, let's say, three minutes, as it is, probably the back of your neck will get achy from holding your head in place. The backs of your legs will maybe be too full of sensation as they overstretch and intuitively, you know, this isn't quite right. So then the muscles of your legs start to tense up a little bit to stop the stretch. Hmm, this doesn't sound like letting go, does it? Okay, now imagine the same pose, but let's imagine you take your bolster or your pillow behind your knees to support a bend in the knees. Then let's imagine you take a brick or a sturdy book to rest your head on, so the muscles of the neck can surrender. Now you can stay here for a few minutes, not introducing more tension into the body, but releasing tension that was there. Gorgeous. So all that to say, we take the time to set up the pose at the beginning of the pose so that there's more value from the time in the pose itself. This brings me on to the time in the pose itself. We really are aiming for stillness. No fidgeting, no movement, no nothing. 
So the first and highest priority is your comfort. If you're experiencing anything that you would describe as pain, let's err on the side of caution. You'll move mindfully to remove this pain, to remove this discomfort. However, as you practice yin and yoga more generally, you'll be able to discern between what's pain, bad, and what's a strong sensation indicating positive change, good. But until you know for sure, let's err on the side of caution. The stillness in the pose means we get so much more from the pose, from the class, and from the entire practice of yin than you would do if you fidgeted around every 30 seconds. So we've set up the pose, we've got the props, and now what? Now you're looking for your edge. What's the furthest you can be in this pose? It's okay to find the edge gently, carefully, mindfully, and then back away from it a little bit. Let's say the edge is 100%. You're looking for, let's say, 60 or 70%. So it's intense. There's a lot going on but you can stay there. Whereas at 100%, you just wouldn't be able to. This (laughs) this is a really foreign concept for so many of us. You know, we work really hard. We burn the candle at both ends. We pack loads into our lives. So 50% feels a little bit like, what's the point? If we're going to do it, might as well do it 100%. No, no. The point is the stillness and the time in the pose. This really is where the impact is. You won't get any stillness or time at 100% intensity. Okay, so now the pose is set up. We're at about 60 to 70% intensity. Then what? Then it's all down to your mental focus. If you've listened to episode four, The Thing About Thought, you'll know that having a wandering, busy mind is part of being a human. But you'll also know that we're able to control where the focus goes. Yin is a great place to practice this. You can place your focus on your breath, focusing on making your breath as easy and as free as possible. Or you could focus on the sensation happening in your body, especially if it's intense. And then when you find yourself planning dinner or rehearsing a conversation with Fred that you need to have tomorrow, you bring your focus back to the present moment, to the breath or the sensation or something else. Again and again, as many times as you need to. To summarise, Yin is insightful, introspective, and physically very rewarding. Find a teacher that you love, that you connect with and trust, and practice as often as you need to whilst deeply listening to your body. If you'd like to practice with Yoga Hero, we'd love to welcome you. We have Yin classes online and in our studio. All details are in the show notes. And if this episode has lit a fire and you just cannot wait to learn more, definitely check out our trainings at Yoga Hero. There's one in November 2022 and we run it again in May 2023. So lovely yogis, I hope that's been useful and insightful. 
go dive into our free class for a taster. And remember, we're here if you have any questions or need any help. Go and have a fabulous day. And remember, you're your own hero. See you next time. Thank you.